Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I am. I'll tell you why here in a second, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. Hey, guess what? It's the 500th fucking episode. Woo! Bing, bing, bing. That's my shitty gun. Anyway, yeah, it's the 500th episode. How about that? Holy crap. Who knew that when I left the radio station only a couple of years ago that I'd, I'd get to 500 episodes so quickly? I will say that it's been just over a year and a half since I switched over to four episodes a week. Uh, before that, it was basically one to two a week. And uh, I figured, you know what? Uh, I like doing these, so why not do more? So it, it's it's been a lot of fun. And also... We'll dive into this a little bit later, too, but the evolution of the show is is kind of fascinating when you go back and listen to the first few episodes. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. The, the focus has always been the same, and that's to entertain people. Uh, but as far as my topics go, it, it has evolved, so it, it's, a, it's a lot different. We'll get into that, but you know what we need to do before we get into some headlines is we're changing the game. Who's we? Superbook Sports Colorado. You could win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. Now, football season's over, but no worries. Now you can focus all your attention on basketball and hockey. And guess what? Baseball's right around the corner. I know you're licking your chops. And right now, when you use promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to $250 with Superbook Sports first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to 250 bucks as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. Go ahead and download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit superbook.com for terms and conditions, and if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I've never really been uh, mistaken for, except for my old boss at the last week at the Super Bowl. I've never been mistaken as a bodybuilder. Nobody's looking at me going, that guy works out. (laughs) Look at him. Fit as a fiddle. Look at him. He's just bursting at the seams with muscles. Oh, geez, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. No, no, no. And there's plenty of reasons why. <laughs> plenty. We don't need to dive into my my shame factor that is my life. But the reason I bring that up is a British bodybuilder named Jonathan Griffiths is kind of sharing one of his secrets to success. Now, I'm going to go through some of his meals and you're going to you're going to be like, "Yeah, that seems pretty typical." He eats a, a pound and a half of, of meat every single day, a half a liter of raw milk. Can I get a liter of cola? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, super troopers. Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola before I break Moose fucking leg. All right, all right, relax. 
four ounces of cheese and four eggs a day. Seems for a bodybuilder, that seems pretty typical, if not on the low end. This is what he said. It's more of eating to function rather than eating for enjoyment. I still enjoy food, but I don't have that craving. He's doing like a carnivore diet. He he basically avoids vegetables and fruits. I don't agree with that, but I'm I'm not like a health nut, so whatever. I love a good salad. I gotta be honest. I love a good salad and a good burger. <laughs> so so they cancel each other out. Okay. Uh so this is what he does though, because he says what he does on a daily basis. He doesn't get hangry anymore, and there's a big reason for that. You might want to try this. I kind of want to try it, but I have a feeling that it's just going to be a big wall of shame if I tried it. He eats four sticks of butter every single day. Shame. Shame. And he calls them like a little butter bite. And when he needs a snack, nothing too extravagant, but light, he, what he does prior is he'll melt, melt down a brick of butter and freeze it. And what also he does with that is he'll, he'll, he'll put them into like, you know, candy molds or festive molds, whatever, just to kind of, you know, play it up with him, with him. So mentally, he's just like, I'm eating something, you know, fun, but it's just fucking butter. And like what what he was saying in the article is like, if you eat stuff filled with like a bunch of preservatives and sugar, it really kind of drags you down the rest of the day, gives you foggy mind and stuff like that. But he's noticed when he started doing this, he doesn't, you know, you know, he's he's not going super crazy, but although four sticks of butter is a lot, but he'll nibble on these every now, you know, throughout the day as he's working out and whatever, and he doesn't get hangry, and he said he's in a, in a clearer mind, and he is constantly going to the doctor to get his blood work done to make sure that his crazy diet that focuses heavily on, you know, meat and butter is working for him. And as of right now, he's good. He's good. Would you do that? I got to be honest, if it's one of those things where it's healthy and it, it puts me in a, a better uh, clarity of, of mind, why not? Why not? You know how it is, though. Like, when you're run down and tired, then maybe you grab an energy drink, it boosts you up, and then it just drags you down even further once it starts to wear off. If If butter is the secret to success. That's fucking amazing. I got to be honest. I've ate a spoonful of butter before. It's not bad at all. I, one of my favorite, I guess you could say, appetizers is bread and butter. Okay? Listen, I'm not, I'm not a fancy fella. <laughs> Just give me some bread and butter. Right? I mean, as long as it's good bread and it's good smooth butter. Oh, 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 yes, please. I love it. You can tell, you can tell that I'm not a skinny mini. Because <laughs> be like, oh, you know what I really enjoy? Uh, spinach. <laughs> spinach. Plain spinach. Just like to chew on it throughout the day. Maybe some romaine lettuce. <laughs> like, yeah, if you add ranch dressing and bacon bits and cheese and, you know, <laughs> uh, green olives. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's bizarre, but hey, thinking outside the box, why not? And I think that might work for him, but it might not work for you and me type of thing because everybody's so different. If you try this or have tried it, let me know. And obviously, if you're going to try it, do talk to your doctor because you don't want to be be like, I, I, I ate a whole tub of butter. The Huff Uncensored said it was fine. <laughs> now look at me. Uh, I'm severely obese. <laughs> I, it's, it, it wouldn't be probably very good for me to do that. But that being said, like, I kind of want to try that. Like, I have a, a big tub of butter upstairs. Like, if I'm hungry today, just do a little, a little half a spoonful of butter. And see if it changes, like like my my mental output, right? Do you, what if it works? Look at us. We're making butter sales go through the roof. <laughs> I told you I tried that one time. It was like a thing on TikTok where people were putting, what was it? They put, no, that was mayonnaise, where they put mayonnaise in coffee. That didn't taste that bad. But Mark Schlereth, who I used to work with, when, especially when he was playing football, trying to keep weight on, because he was an offensive lineman, he would put butter in his coffee, especially if he didn't have creamer. And he's all, it just, it's, it's actually not as bad as you think it is. It's just one of those things you just, you know, you just don't, you wouldn't think that it would be, but whatever. I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to try it. If I have a raging heart attack, you know why? <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that, but don't you also think that this guy, the amount of butter he consumes, that he probably, like when he's working out, he probably smells like a sweaty bakery. <laughs> like, who's baking cookies? <laughs> oh, that's just Jonathan. He's just working out. So gross. <laughs> like, come, his sweat comes out in like chunks. <laughs> oh, gross. It's like a grease pan. <laughs> that's so sick. Um, uh, this is bizarre, and I just read up on it, and there's still no improvements on this situation. Did you? I think it's in Alabama. A radio station is off the air after their 200-foot radio tower got stolen, and nobody knows how. And I was reading up on it, and they said whoever did this really knew what they were doing because there's a tension wire that had to be cut. And if you're if you're not positioned properly, I guess once you cut that tension wire, it has enough force where it could cut, according to the article, a car in half. I mean, that's insane. And who the fuck steals a radio tower? And everything I've read, it wasn't like a powerhouse radio station. It was just like just a you know run of the mill basic. You know, not dominating too much of a radio station. And they stole the fucking tower. So jacked up. Now, the, sta the, the station is still broadcasting via streaming. And I imagine their stream numbers are through the roof. Plus, you know, the fact that it's getting national as well as international exposure on this. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are tuning into it when, when they didn't really give a shit about this station before. So it's actually a great promotion for this station but the thing that sucks is it's a lot to get a new tower 
it's not like a simple process be like, yeah, we'll just go buy a new one. You got one, you got to get a new one. And two, you got to get a bunch of FCC bullshit out of the way. So, and it's expensive. So that's, that's just wild. I imagine whoever stole it has it stripped down to scrap now by, by now you would think unless some dumbass has it on his farm He's like, I'm just going to use it as like a, make it a windmill. <laughs> Put it by my pond. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> oh my God. Why do you want a tower? I just don't get that. That's, that's bizarre. Ah, <laughs> I, I'm not, I didn't read too much on this article, but this is the headline. I was a dominatrix who used to spank men with Bibles. Now I'm a celibate Sunday school teacher. <laughs> what? Okay. All right. She's kind of hot, too. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And how far? Here's what I'm saying. Once you're a dominatrix and then you try to go back to, like, normal society and you make jack squat for money. Because I imagine she was making decent money as a dominatrix. I wonder how long she'll stay celibate and be a Sunday school teacher. Because you know how many, especially now that there's articles about this. This was on the New York Post. So eventually one of those kids in Sunday school, one of their dads is going to be like, Oh, I read an article about you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And then next thing you know, they're banging. <laughs> I just, it, it, it's bizarre. Before, I guess I normally say as long as she's not hurting anybody, but she was spanking people. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of being abused to get aroused. That's not my thing, Okay. I don't want any sort of abuse either way, okay? It's just not my thing. But if it's your thing, it's your thing. It's just, it's bizarre. I imagine this lady's going to veer away from it. (laughs) That's just me being a negative Nancy. (laughs) Uh, And and maybe she sticks with the Sunday school thing. And that's fantastic because she's helping kids and, you know, projecting a, a good message out there. But what what sucks for her, like I said, is this article's out there and and the pervy dads are going to be sitting there like lingering around in the the classroom. Be like, hey, do you need some extra help or oh, I'll get that, you know, that box for you, ma'am. And they're just like trying to flex their muscles as they're lifting it up. Be like, oh, it's it's heavy, but not for me because I work out (laughs) type of thing. It's got to suck for her. Like, I know it's good that she's trying to say she was in a completely opposite profession and now she's doing this and and she's projecting uh, positivity uh, in religion and, you know, belief in God. And there's nothing wrong with that. But to be honest, listen, this is going to ruffle some feathers. What she was doing before, was it necessarily wrong? I don't think so. It, it's not your norm. That's not what everybody thinks of as a job. It would be weird, though, if that was your gig. Be like, hey, uh, what's your mom do? <laughs> Sharon and Claff. Oh, she's a dominatrix. 
What? She she works with Dalmatians? No, 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 Dominatrix. She likes to whip men and spank them with Bibles. <laughs> Timmy, your dad was over there the other day. I've had some kinky sex. <laughs> hey, I who am I to judge? Either profession, as long as they're not <laughs> really hurting anybody, who gives a shit? And if they're happy, they're happy. Sex works real work, but so is being a Sunday school teacher. Never thought I'd say that in a sentence. <laughs> Hold on. I have offended so many in the last two minutes. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. It, it is what it is. Good for her for going a completely different direction. I'm sure a lot of people don't believe that she's going to stick with it, like I was saying. But if she does, good for her. If she goes back, good for her. I imagine her her you know Rolodex will be even larger. <laughs> she's met a lot of new customers. <laughs> uh, air pollution is changing the way flowers smell. And apparently, like leaving, according to some scientists, pollinators lost in the ec ecosystem in peril. So that that's interesting. But what's crazy about that, when you think about that, because, yeah, obviously we need bees and other insects that pollinate to pollinate. So that way we can have uh, healthy crops, etc. So we can live. But a good chunk of people won't actually care until the flowers smell like rotting garbage or if it affects their deep fried Twinkies. Something like that. It's, it's only going to be, you know, that's the only way like a good chunk of, of especially Americans, let's be honest. We're, we're arrogant dicks who think of only ourselves. So once it affects us, then we're going to be like, this is outrageous. We should have done something if we only knew. Well, we did. There were scientists saying it, but we were just like, nah, I'm just going to eat my Kentucky Fried Chicken because this is delicious. Type 2 adult onset diabetes? <laughs> uh, fried chicken sounds so good right now. Oh, my God. Sorry. I just, I totally blindsided myself. I got to figure out what I'm doing for lunch. Might be chicken. Might be chicken. Oh. Deep fried Twinkies, though. I, I, I just, I don't understand the point of that. Sorry. If By the way, uh, Twinkies are good, but have you had the the Twinkies that are, they call them zingers. There's like two different versions of zingers, I, I want to say. There's, there's a pink version of Twinkies that have coconut sprinkled on the top, but they, it's a Twinkie. It's just that with the pink and the, and they add the uh, coconut. Fucking delicious. So much better than regular Twinkies. Twinkies are good. Twinkies are good. But those are fabulous. And I'm not a huge deep fry your snacks thing. There was somebody the other day that they, they ordered a deep fried Oreo or something like that. And I'm like, that that's just gross. That's just gross. Mike Evans, the guy that I used to work with, he was covering a Super Bowl in, I want to say, Indianapolis. And it was him and Joel Klatt, who's now a, a color commentary for Fox Sports College Football. Amazing talent. 
but they're out eating one night, and Mike ordered a deep-fried cheeseburger. Mike even said afterwards that he just felt like immediately like his heart was just, it was under strain. So it's, it's like, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> good idea. Oh, so gross. Uh, you know what's good, though? And you just would love to just jam it down your gullet. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's amazing barbecue. It's, it's my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. Go ahead and follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westie. Chef Clint and his crew love to post the daily special. So what's the daily special today? Well, I'm looking at it on a Tuesday, and this is what they got going on. And it's my favorite burger, a Bronco burger. Not only do I love it because it's it's named after the Denver Broncos, unofficially, but it has double burger patties with American cheese, bacon, brisket. Yeah, I just said that. They got patties and a brisket on there, plus onion, pickles, and Texas hot sauce. This definitely will make your eyes roll in the back of your head. So it is spectacular. Also, you can get sides, amazing sides. My son always goes in there. And like the other day, he and I went in there. We, we bought some uh, jalapeno poppers and stuff to take back for the Super Bowl. And my son had to order some French fries. He, it, I don't know what they do that is so different, but the seasoning that they put on there is, is so much better than anybody else. I'm just saying on a basic level, their French fries will go toe-to-toe with anybody when it comes to that. Uh, other specialty sides, brisket chili, Brussels and sweet chili, how or excuse me, hash brown casserole, red hot cinnamon applesauce, smashed loaded potatoes, brisket, mac and cheese, tater tots, super, super slaw, and broccoli ranch salad. So many options that you go in there, you're just going to be you're you're going to be spinning around like you're you just made it to the gates of heaven because you're just like, oh, so delicious, so delicious. And, and don't forget about those sauces. I told you about the Bronco Burger having some sauce on there. They also have other sauces for you to either take with you or, you know, at the table. St. Louis Sweet, Texas Hot, Coffee, Carolina Mustard, and White Barbecue. Sugar Fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family-friendly, which I love. It's perfect for date night as well. And they even do catering, so they will take you up not just a, a level in, in catering. They're going to take you like 10 stories up and, and just oversee everybody because they have no competition when it comes to their catering greatness. Sugar Fire in Westminster is phenomenal. Check out Sugar Fire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway. Follow them on social media at Sugar Fire Westie. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. If you watch the Super Bowl, you, you and even if you didn't, you're still seeing these commercials now rolling out with uh, Dunkin' Donuts, Ben Affleck, or Affleck, and uh, Matt Damon, J Lo, all those things. Well, Ben and, and Matt were wearing track suits. By the way, I I have to say I like those commercials. Dunkin' Donuts spent a lot of money on these commercials, mostly in the talent area, but they're. They're kicking butt. They're funny. They're funny, which is a big deal. 
but Dunkin' Donuts apparently was selling those track suits. They sold out of them in 19 minutes after uh, Ben Affleck aired his first Super Bowl ad. They're $60 for a track suit. That's not that bad. But that being said, I don't want to be walking around in a Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit. <laughs> but if you want to buy me one for $60, I'll take an XL. I don't know if that's exactly how they they sell them, but yeah. How, how interesting. It was funny, too, because I remember before the Super Bowl, there's people giving Dunkin' Donuts grief for spending millions and millions of dollars on Ben Affleck. And I didn't know Matt Damon was going to be in it either in J-Lo, but they're giving him shit. They're like, this is going to be a total failure. And boom, no, complete opposite. Hilarious commercials. And apparently it's paying off already. Dunkin' Donuts is just like, shit, <laughs> I guess we got to make more of those dumb suits. <laughs> I got to be honest, though. If if I see you wearing a Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit, I'm going to judge you. I am, because it's like, mm, is that a good fashion choice? I know it's popular. It's funny. If you're single, okay, I can. I, I guess I can give you a pass. If you're married, I guess unless, unless you both have one. Otherwise, your significant other is going, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> now we're getting divorced. We're just going to take some pictures. It's all documentation. We're getting a paper trail. See, he's a fucking idiot. He's wearing a Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit. <laughs> Speaking of idiots, Rod Stewart says Ed Sheeran's music won't stand the test of time. So uh, he was getting interviewed by, I think it was Lad Bible or something like that. And somebody said, um, whether timeless songs are still being made, he said, I'm sure they are. And then the interviewer said, if Ed Sheeran is writing them, he said, no, not Ed. I don't know any of his songs. Old Ginger Bullocks. Jesus. What the fuck kind of dick comment is that, Rod Stewart? Go take your pills and go take a nap. I'll tell you this. That's just old man speaking. It, he, that's That's somebody that doesn't appreciate new music. He's stuck in his ways and singing his old songs. There's nothing wrong with his old songs, but he hasn't evolved. And especially when it comes to his taste, I I love it when I hear older musicians appreciate new music. That's a, a benefit of having children. Now keep in mind, I'm not a musician, but what I appreciate, uh, one of the many things I appreciate about having kids is it forces me to lis- listen to newer music and gets me out of the rut of constantly listening to the shit I grew up with. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing. There's a lot of music th- these days that sound like shit. And it bugs the crap out of me when I'm like, what are the words to this song? It's just repeating the same shit over and over again. Then you pull up the lyrics and it's like this little tiny sliver. <laughs> like what? That's like five words. And then it just says repeat, repeat. <laughs> but that's just Rod Stewart being a cranky old fuck, right? Here's the thing with Ed Sheeran is there's some songs where I'm like, Oh, I can't, I can't even 
I can't name the songs, but when I hear them, I'm like, okay, that's a good song. And, and listen, if you want to get in a romantic mood, he has several songs that are just going to set the mood too, okay? So there may have been a point in time in my life where I would bag on Ed Sheeran, but now I just have much more appreciation for him as well as other artists. So I, I'm losing respect for Rod Stewart because he's old and cranky and has weird hair. <laughs> also, he took a shot at the fact that Ed Sheeran's, uh, you know, a ginger that has nothing to do with anything. My son has red hair, and I'll punch you right in the fucking throat, Rod Stewart. How about them apples, dickhead? God. Mm. I'm old. I need to go take my Metamucil. Maggie, may I need to go take my Metamucil. I'm Rod Stewart, bitches. <laughs> wow, sound just like him. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what we need to do? Jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in off of Facebook from Paul B. It's in regards to, I think it was yesterday's up episode when I was talking about, oh yeah, because the, the guy that was eating uh, dried out monkeys, <laughs> so gross. I said, what's the grossest thing you've ever ate? And this is what Paul wrote back with. He said, sweetbreads. He says, it's not what it sounds like. It's pancreas of lamb or calf. Not good. And I'll eat about anything. Nothing sweet or bready about it. Oh, my God, I would fall for that. Be like, sweetbreads, fantastic. All right. This tastes like shit. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Just call it, like, you know, pancreas. <laughs> Do you want some fried pancreas? Nah, you know, I'll pass. What if we call it sweetbreads? Mmm, color me intrigued. <laughs> That's disgusting. The fuck? Paul. That's like, I guess in the same way, it's kind of like when I went, I shared that story of when I went over to my wife's uh, mom and stepdad's house for Thanksgiving. And I mean, I love, what is it, uh, stuffing. And I didn't realize that she had put the gizzards in there because she loves the gizzards. And I started chewing on them and I, like thought I was going to vomit everywhere because <laughs> I'm like, why is it so chewy and gross? <laughs> That's, there's a reason. There's a reason, my friends. So it's crazy that it's my 500th episode. When I first started, my episodes were kind of, I, I leaned towards telling extended stories. One of my favorite ones was that lady... I want to say her name, Janet Kupta or something like that. She, something like, or Janice Kupta, where she was like, I can't even remember, like 17 years old. The airplane, uh, airplane she was on crashed in the Amazon rainforest and she survived an extended amount of time by herself. And it, it was just a fascinating story. And I just thought that was cool. And I like to tell stories like that. And obviously, from the get-go, I, I love the, the listener interaction because you guys are just as random, if not more so than I am. So that was always cool. 
that you guys love to interact with me in, in whether it's just, you know, miscellaneous things here and there or sharing some big stories. I, I love, I love it when you guys do it, but it, it's really weird how this has evolved. I've, I've talked to insiders from DIA, you know, going through all the alleged conspiracy theories that surround DIA. And I talked to somebody that had been with DIA since basically since it opened and just really debunked all this shit that everybody's like, Oh, there's a secret underground layer, <laughs> like all this stuff. And you're like, he's like, I know I've been in these areas. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And then when you also like, they, they think that there's a train or underground, you know, shuttle that goes to Cheyenne mountain. And it's just like, think about how difficult that would be <laughs> to do. First of all, it's not, a close distance it's really freaking far and how would you do all that underground work and nobody noticed so it, there's there's so many things going on with that and and that was interesting and uh, you know talking with people like chad brown former nfl linebacker who's all in on being a reptile guy he also does sports talk stuff but his true passion, if you want to see him light, and light up, if you run into him, talk to him about reptiles. That's his thing, man. And, and it's so cool. I got a chance to talk to him and do that. I still like to do interviews every now and then. And, and when I do, I don't like to talk sports, really. I'd rather talk about, you know, what are their other passions? What, what, what were they like growing up? Or like, what's the weird thing you like? Like, we talked to... Uh, Mike Pritchard the other day, former Denver Bronco, former Atlanta Falcon, former CU Buff, and he's really into Godzilla. I mean, you only get that here, baby. And then, you know, and then slowly it evolved into, like, God, there's a lot of weird, you know, it went from me going, you know, what are some crazy stories to get into, to, as far as, like I said, long-form stories, to, uh, like, there's a bunch of just random stories out there on a daily basis. I'm like, let's just start doing that. That way you definitely know what you're getting when you tune in. So I, I think that's really what happened. And, and, and I like it. I, I find it enjoyable. I think that's why I saw such an increase in my listeners as of last year. Grew, I grew over 300 some percent. And that's fantastic. I was just named by Feedspot, the number one comedy podcast in Colorado for 2023. Hopefully that stuff continues. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely evolved in, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I just have a great, a great time doing this. You guys are fantastic. Uh, it's funny. I, I tweeted out like, Oh my God, it's a, it's my 500th episode today. And D wrote in, that's 499 too many. Obviously kidding. Great work, cowboy. That's right, man. I also try to work in my characters as much as possible because this show ain't nothing unless it's all balls by sharing my, my crazy characters. I kind of went into uh, George W. Bush. Hey, we're looking for weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing I tried. I try to d 
do on a regular basis is throw in characters. It was funny. I was talking to Nate Jackson, former Denver Bronco, uh, the guy I forgot his name during the interview uh, last week. He's all, why don't you have a co-host? I was like, well, it distracts me. (laughs) I get distracted so easy. And to be honest, I said, you know, I like the idea of, one, I'll, I'll do interviews, but I do like the idea of who my second, like, here's my co-host. It's random characters of mine and the listeners. So if the li- listeners are interacting, sending me a message, whether it's Podcast at gmail.com or at Podcast on social media, it's either that or, you know, my characters. I think that's, that's a fun way to do it. And, and to be honest with my schedule, I think that's just the best way it works. And with my brain being very scatterbrained, I think it helps me stay somewhat focused. And obviously like I want this to continue to evolve. I want to continue to improve. I go back and I'll, I'll tell you this and anybody that does any sort of media, whether you're over the air doing radio or television, or maybe you're doing a podcast, is go back and listen to your work and critique yourself, but also praise yourself for the things that you do good and do well. It's the same thing as depending on whatever your job is, whether it's in IT, whether it's in uh, construction or restaurants, whatever. Go back and review your work and make sure that you're doing the best you can do. When it comes to media, you got to listen to yourself and go, ah, I repeated myself like three fucking times on that. Why did I do that? It sounds stupid. Or I use the same key word over and over again, and that just drives me nuts. I say bizarre a lot. (laughs) There's times where I'm like, bizarre and right are like two of my big crutch words for whatever stupid reason. But you got to go back and critique yourself if you want to continue to improve. And you should never settle and say that you've made it or you don't feel that you need to do it anymore. Because that tells me that you definitely need to do it more. I, one thing that happens, like whenever I go to Radio Row, I, I, as I'm walking by, I, I you know, eavesdrop on some of these other radio stations from across the globe. And you can tell the people that are really good. And then there's people that definitely need to work on shit. I still believe I need to work on a lot of shit. I get nervous over dumb stuff and I, and I get, you know, flustered over dumb shit. And I I deal with that on a regular basis. I, I've told you guys before, I, I deal with anxiety a lot and there's sometimes I don't realize it. Like Andrew Mason was out at Broncos or excuse me at the Super Bowl, And there was a point when I met him and I'm, wanted to speak and I couldn't speak because for whatever stupid reason, I got really nervous around him, which makes no sense. Cause he's a good dude. He's not a dick to anybody. Not that I've ever heard. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, pats me on the shoulder. Like, yeah, you'll get there one day. <laughs> that happens to me. I take medicine for it, but it doesn't always work. Apparently. <laughs> but it's 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 been a great journey. The fact that I'm at number 500 is just mind-blowing to me. 
Uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Can't thank great sponsors like Sugar Fire in Westminster enough, as well as Superbook Sports. And, you know, plenty uh, in the future that are going to continue to lift this up. I also have to give a big thanks to Nate Lundy and everyone over at Mile High Sports. When I left 104.3 The Fan, Nate called me within, I want to say, either that day or the next day and offered to help me out. And I told him, I want to try to do it on my own. I want to try to, you know, sell and everything on my own. He's like, okay, I can respect that. Then like a month later, I'm like, hey, Nate, <laughs> I need your help. And, and you know, he kind of has been supporting me ever since. And the whole station, and the whole crew, whether it's, you know, uh, Anilo, whether it's the guys on The Final Word, just so many great talents over there. And also big thanks to people like uh, Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. Zach Bai, uh, DMAC, and I guess DMAC, <laughs> and, and great people like uh, Vic Lombardi, Mark Mosier. So many people have, have, whether they've joined the show or just, you know, privately sending me text messages like Cecil Lammy, Mike Pritchard, so many people that I used to work with in, in just lending support. And I, I can't thank them enough because what I did when I left the radio station to you know, be able to be more present with my family. It was a big risk. It's still a big risk. And, and I, I can't thank them enough. But ultimately, I thank you guys. You guys are amazing. Ultimately, my goal at the end of every episode is, I, I hope you laughed. I do. Because life sucks. <laughs> it does. And so many people, I, I, I had a, I was having some drinks with the owner of Suavecito Tequila. And I was talking to him. I was like, at the end of the day, I just want people to be happy after they're done listening to my show. And he's like, absolutely. That, that's exactly what you would want. I don't want people to be like, God, that was draining. <laughs> oh, God, I need, I need to go run a mile because I, I have no juice. I have no juice. I need to build something up. So I, I, I think that's kind of always been my goal, and I, and I hope that that continues to be my goal, is to make you guys smile. Please interact with me if, if you uh, have the time. Podcast at gmail.com or, again, at Podcast. You guys are amazing. I know you can't always interact. That's fine. I get it. But if, if you ever get a moment, please send me a message. Doesn't matter what it is, we'll we'll get to it. Maybe it's a crazy story. Maybe it's a creepy story. Ooh, 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 that would be fun. <laughs> let's start. Let's start Halloween in February. That'd be great. Uh, oh shit! Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh my god! I, my wife's gift better show up tomorrow, or I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm gonna blast the fuck out of that company. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You guys have an amazing day. Go ahead, get in line, and get that Dunkin' Donuts tracksuit. <laughs> okay? I know you want it. I know you do. Big thanks for, for um, uh, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. If, if you support me, you should go try and support them out as well. Uh, just a great place run by a bunch of great people. Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway, on the south side of 104th, right next to Snooze. Go check them out. 
Also, Superbook Sports Colorado, big thanks to them. You guys, let's go on to the next 500. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.